tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here doing another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Disney's Girl Meets World Season 1, Episode 11, Girl Meets World of Terror. I am your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and my other AfterBuzz TV ghost, Lee Epstein! Hello. I thought that joke was funny once in the show, but I don't know if you really need to be repeating it. No, I can't repeat it. Well, nothing's going to be as delivered as well. As by as you know, my favorite actor, favorite character from the show, August Augie. Which Maturo. I have to mention, you're kind of looking a little bit more like him as the show progresses. Oh, did you notice? I've been. I'll show you. I've been. Uh, yeah, I've been <laughs> growing my hair um, to because I want to be this six year old child, Augie Maturo, <laughs> or seven, however old you are now. So I, you know, I'm aspiring to be like him. So it's an aspirational haircut. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm glad you noticed. Yeah, thank you. So I know you just loved this I have this show. perm done, actually. I have totally straight hair. I just have this curl added in. Yeah. It's working. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I know this was probably your favorite episode because Augie was just the ghost or host totally of the entire show, which was fantastic. Amazing. I mean, that's what I keep saying. You know, we keep doing the predictions and I keep saying, I predict we're going to see more of Augie. And look, hello, psychic. Thank you. So... <laughs> I think that... It's the hair is helping uh, you. I know. But you know what also it's funny? It's probably lost on most viewers of this show, except for the older ones, but it's really kind of a um, an homage, if you will, to the Alfred Hitchcock Hour and other sci-fi mm. shows. You know, when he comes in and there's his um, profile is on the wall, and he, yep. that's like what Alfred Hitchcock Hour was, um, and other... I think maybe there's also some... Um, yeah, there was that like Twilight Zone kind show, of, too. Do you remember the, but the guys would watch the movie Tales from the Crypt? Oh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, that reminded me of this. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen in the booth. That we have, was we have a live, live Foley guy, live uh, sound effects from Stephen. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Steve. feel free to play Halloween notes all throughout this show. Yeah, it's a Halloween show. I'm going to try to throw some other sounds that need effects. I'll just, I'll just do the the cliche horror. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. Steven, what a falsetto on you, Steven. I never knew. Whenever you feel like it, flash the lights because this is our Halloween episode. Fun fact I never met World because I never went through puberty. Dun dun dun. (laughs) I don't don't even know what that means. (laughs) Steven, this is a family after show. (laughs) It is. It's it's the coming of age of the girl meeting world. Well, our our lights flash, right? We need some, some special effects in here. I mean, I think yeah. I where's can the do it. flashing light button, Steven? Right there. No, that, that's turning the lights off. That's <laughs> just, got, uh, just got dark. No. How about there? Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Especially oh Halloween. Now it's really great. Oh my! It's yes, really great. this is so scary. The world of <laughs> terror. <But> Afterwards. <laughs> 
Uh, it was it was really good having him. It was funny. I mean, and I, you know he how he talked to breaking the fourth wall. He talked to the camera a bunch of times, yeah. and also Topanga. I kind of liked that. I mean, I did it's, too. It's obviously not typical in television mm-hmm. in a sitcom like this, but it, it was appropriate for this. No one's listening to me, right? They're just watching the lights flash. And now <laughs> but just, it was awesome. Why am I even trying? <laughs> You're but, welcome. Yeah, right. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so I I loved having him, t- you know, talk to the camera and, and you know that he was talking to the audience and yeah, he and was great. I thought he was just really, really. I'm glad he was showcased and he had the chance to be great. It was exactly. all him, and he did a great job with it. It was really impressive acting for a young, young, a boy. Really, I shouldn't say young man. He's like seven. So yeah, he's like it was amazing. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's just probably having the time of his life right now, right? Oh, wow. Um, well, so- he or his ghostwriter are having the time of their life on Twitter. <laughs> That's so thank true. you for tweeting us, yeah. Augie yeah, slash Augie, Augie's mom. Augie follows me. I know. It's so I love sweet. It. Yeah. Um, so basically, the, st- the moral of this episode is sometimes things aren't as scary as they seem. Exactly. Or like you were saying earlier, f- overcoming fears through knowledge. Through knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Like what basically all the people who are afraid of something, whether it's Farkle, Farkle being afraid of getting hit with a ball mm-hmm. or, um, or Augie being afraid of the monster under his bed. Which was the best part of the episode. Amazing. But w- before we talk about him, we should probably talk about Riley being, a- being afraid to stay oh, at Maya's. Afraid to stay at Maya's, right. Which I definitely went through that and and um i didn't i you didn't, didn't you didn't like to have sleepovers friends. you like would only have sleepovers if they came to you right yeah i loved sleepovers but no there's definitely some kids do not they are not comfortable sleeping out yeah i don't know that I, thing. or else my mom wouldn't let me it was one of the two mm. <laughs> well here also she had the fear you know that that she, that um riley had the fear that maya lived in a less nice neighborhood that it might be you it know, shady and sketchy. that way yeah. yeah but it seemed like it was okay in the end basically mm-hmm. all of the situations that come up of fear and they they're almost phobias yes the seriousness i mean <laughs> at a certain point but um once farkle gets hit by the ball he realizes right. it's not so such a big deal it's the same thing with like real phobias you know that adults have when they go to therapy and people you know let's say you're afraid of flying and they'll expose you little by little to you know going to the airport and then walking on the airplane you know little by little mm-hmm. exposing people to things that they're afraid of and basically it works because in a lot of cases because people once they know then they become less afraid. And I, and I think the extension of that lesson here, especially with the monster um, at the end, if you see the monster as kind of a metaphor for other people who are seen as the other, who are unlike ourselves, mm-hmm. I think that's the lesson here that, you know, it's easy to talk about other groups of people who are not like us and say, mm-hmm. oh, all of them are scary, different. Um, and once people start to meet people who are part of that group, they see them as an individual, not just as a scary other thing. Definitely. And they become familiar and they see they see elements of themselves in in what used to be the other. And I think that's kind of what's it's not really about monsters under your bed. It's no. not only a six year old problem, it's a completely an adult thing also of yeah. just being afraid of things that you see as other and once you actually get to know them on an intimate personal level you can often change your views. Yeah, like exploring the unknown. And then you're comfortable with it and you realize exactly what it is. Like the unknown bunny that becomes a bigger bunny turned out to just be the the lights from across the street at some advertisement. Yeah, or the yeah, or the monster he you know. Oh, I loved that part. How great was it whenever the monster was like, "Oh, I'm leaving now," and he's like, "Augie's like, why?" And he's like, "Because you're not afraid of me anymore." And that's sort of what happens exactly exactly when you meet your fear. It leaves. And it's the same thing with with. I just saw a great movie about this. We won't get into it, but about people, you know, um, about two people who had been in a horrible confrontation and Mm -hmm. years later reconciling. Wow! Really, really crazy story. 
I want to say forgiveness. It's, an, it's a documentary mm-hmm. out now. It's about um, – it comes through the Museum of Tolerance here in L.A. Mm-hmm. And basically um, a guy who was a white supremacist at one point had kicked and almost killed a guy because he was gay. Oh, no. Years later, mm-hmm. years later, they reconnected through the Museum of Tolerance where they were wow. both speaking. Oh, my god! And they put together that they had the same story that like, oh, my God, I was the guy who – almost killed you really crazy but it was another story of that exact mm-hmm. thing that you know that one guy was the other guy's monster at one point he was afraid of him it's oh like you're gay you're it. different you know and then once he realized that this was another person very much like himself he you know it obviously was a process of many years it wasn't in a 20 minute episode obviously <laughs> but that's that's a very much a real thing that people are once they were able to meet the other face to face as a, another human and not just as some amorphous group you know, right. then they were able to to come to terms with it and, and reconcile and uh, and change. I like how Augie lets the monster have his toys that he thought he had lost. The monster mm. under the bed kept them. And also he was like, oh, I want to be your friend. And he's like, monsters aren't allowed to have friends. Yeah. <laughs> I just liked how much that th- – so much – symbols going on there and uh, just like you were saying with your story like it's one and the same right that was like meeting your monster yeah meeting that fear that's a monster and then once you do meet it it goes away so i just thought this was a great episode no it's true and it's um i liked how this episode had that teaching element like all Mm -hmm. of them do while also being the kind of sticky funny unusual halloween episode that it was obviously it was a little different than usual um, but it still had that element. Did you feel like the characters were dressed like Burning Man? Did I feel like they were dressed like Burning No, I think when people go to Burning Man, they dress like Girl Meets World. I think you have it backwards. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Have you been yes. to Burning Man? No, but it's like they had all the goggles, and I've seen everyone's pictures from it. I mean, they were dressed like they were going to Bur- Burning Man. It was exclusively yes. well, that steampunk kind of look. I will hope that these... 11 and 12 year olds <laughs> were not, we're not doing that. I mean, I think Augie was what a uh, vampire, so. He was just great. Augie, you were great. I always say that every time we have the show. <laughs> but you were great on this one, and I'm glad you got your own episode. Me too. And I can't wait to see another episode that he gets by himself. Do you have any predictions, Lee? Hmm. You gotta roll that scary music. And now, it's so appropriate. Is that going to stop? No. Nope. Okay. I, I also, I forgot to mention, but I like that line yeah. where um, Riley said, your neighborhood's not as scary once you take the mask off. Oh, I love oh, that line. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. that great? Well, that's the same idea. Exactly. But that is such a great point. And that is such a, I loved how they basically found a lesson and, and, a, and a very legitimate one in Halloween observance, so to speak. Like, you know, people just think of Halloween, it's silly, it's candy, whatever. Like, no, there is some real serious metaphor and something to learn from masks and what's behind the mask. And I like that they use that, you know, what could also could have been just kind of a silly Halloween thing. They actually took it and not in a contrived way, in a very believable way. I think it was a really good line about how you take the mask off things that you're afraid of and then you see what's really under them and you're not afraid anymore. And I think... That's true with all the all the fears that we saw in this episode. So I really liked actually how they took what could have been just a silly Halloween episode and then mm-hmm. it had the silly elements, That's it had a the great fun, point. it had great Augie doing, you know, a lot of dialogue. It was great. 
And it had the, the teaching element and then the thought-provoking mm-hmm. element, which um, is like, you know, a part of this show all the time. So I was happy to see that they did that. I completely agree. And I just think it's important to note that often those masks are created by us. We oh, put those sure. masks on things. So sure. realizing that that's a mental thing that's inside your head, it's not really there, that fear is a mask you're putting on something. I think reflecting on that can help us all get over our little fears. Well, thank you, Dr. Kristen. And on that note, you can – I'll tell them. You can find Kristen at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. Where thank else? You. Twitter, yeah. That's Cinematic the best place Escape. to find you, right? com is my blog. I'm also on Instagram. She's everywhere. I'm everywhere. Except in the real world. She's all online. No, she's here. I'm under your bed. And you can find me (laughs) at Lee M. Epstein. Twitter, Instagram, find me, Lee M. Epstein. We love when you write to us. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in two weeks for two more episodes, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock on Mondays. See you. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.